Hey y'all, it's Wednesday. And first off, let's just give thanks for this weather. Like, this is my first time being in Florida for November. And I'm just really appreciating the weather because in Virginia, it was like really, really, really cold. And I was just kind of sick of being here and being hot. But now I finally got a little breeze. Like, I'm really appreciating it. So let's just have a moment of silence for the weather. (laughs) All right. So today's word, I'm really, really excited about it. It really spoke to me when God gave it to me. So we're just going to jump right in. Y'all should know how this goes now. Like, y'all should have y'all notebooks. Y'all should have the notes app open on your phone if you need to. Like, whatever you need to do to get this word, to apply this word, to process this word. That's what I need y'all to do on Wednesday. Like, this our little midweek mini sermon. (laughs) Mini word of the week, okay? Little booster, little kicker up, okay? So, I'm coming out of the book of Exodus, chapter 23 verse 20 and then we're also going to read verse 29 through thursday wow 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 29 through thursday 29 through 30 okay (laughs) okay so the subtitle is a promise of the lord's presence and verse 20 says see i am sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place i have prepared for you So after reading this, the first thing that I noted, the first thing that I realized is that there will be attacks on the way to the promise that God has for you. Because if there wasn't any attacks, he wouldn't say, I'm sending an angel before you to protect you. Why do I need protection if it's going to be an easy route? If it's going to be a smooth sail, I wouldn't need any protection. So he said, I'm going to send an angel before you to protect you and lead you safely, which means... The first thing is when trying to possess what God has promised you, you will encounter danger, setbacks and traps. So we just going to open it up with this right here. Like I'm letting y'all know off rip. If recently, if last year, if three years ago, if God has told you something, if God has promised you something and you're thinking that you're just going to get there easily without a fight, whether it's your purpose, whether it's marriage, whether it's kids, whether it's any type of promise or destiny, if you think it's going to happen without a fight, this is your first alert that it's not happening, okay? You're going to have some tests. You're going to have some trials that you encounter, and you're going to need protection from God to get you there, which is why he says, I am sending an angel before you to protect you and lead you safely, So that's the first alert. And the second alert is once you get to the promise that God has given you, once you get that thing, there will be another test, another test that's trying to prevent you from possessing what God has promised you. So I'm going to read verse 29 through 30, and then we're going to discuss some possessions. Okay. So verse 29 says, I will not drive them out before you in a single year. So that the land does not become desolate due to the lack of attention and the wild animals of the field do not become too numerous for you or threaten you. Verse 30 says, I will drive them out before you little by little until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. So let's put this in perspective because I need y'all to feel this word the way I feel it. So let's say God tells you, hey, 
I'm going to give you that house. That house right there, the big two-story beautiful house with the beautiful yard with the marble counter, that's your house. But for a couple of years, you see a family living in the house. You see them painting the house. You see the kids playing in the yard and God has told you that's your house. So that's what's happening right now. God is telling them, this is your land, but I will not drive them out before you in a single year. I will not drive them out of your house because I need them to keep the piping system up. I need them to continue to maintain the lawn for you so that you don't have to deal with all type of weeds. I need them to continuously work on building around the house, adding on the pool, adding on the backyard deck. I need them to keep the maintenance of this house up to par so that when I place you in it, it's top of the line. Then he mentions the wild animals of the field becoming too numerous and threatening them. So he's basically saying, I need to keep these people in your house to make sure there's no termites, to make sure there's no rats in the storage downstairs. I need them in the house to check out the surroundings to make sure there's nothing in it that will harm you. So I need them there. Then verse 30 says, I will drive them out before you little by little. Until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. And this is possession of power. Now, there are so many words in here, y'all. Like, first of all, I will drive them out before you. Meaning that when I tell them to move out your house, you will be there to witness it. So this is why I need you to take possession of the power that I've put in you. Because you're going to be their front row seat when it's time for them to go. But I'm not going to do it all at one time. I'm going to do it little by little until you have increased and are strong enough to take possession of the land. And what that means is you've never been in this house before. So you don't know all the maintenance that it takes to keep it up. So once you finally learn how to work the pipe systems or learn how to call a plumber, then I'm going to remove one person out of the house that would take over that area. I'm going to remove them because now you're strong enough. You've increased enough. You have enough people to be able to operate in that area by yourself. Then once you're strong enough, once you have enough people and you can take over the land part of the house, then I'm going to remove that person that used to do the land and now you can operate it. So basically God is going to give you the promise based on what you have the power to possess. But the gag is, in order to have the possession of power, you have to have a certain level of faith. So what this means is, I need you to pack up your stuff, and I need you to leave your other house that was for you, that was comfortable. And I need you to move in this house that these people are operating in, they're living in, they have all their decorations up. Yeah, I need you to take your stuff, and I need you to move in while they're still there. Because it will be much easier to go in the house if it was empty and you could just walk in and set up and everything would be easy. But I need you to have a certain level of faith that even if they looking at you crazy, even if it's like, why are you here? This is our house. Yeah, I need you to walk in and still make yourself at home because of my word, because of what I told you. So in order to have possession of power, you also have to have possession of faith to go in there and look crazy and live in there with those people knowing that even though you in charge today, even though you know all the ins and out of this house and I don't really know much, this is my house. Because the thing is, God said he would move them out little by little. 
before you. So if you're not there, the moving out little by little will not begin until you step out in faith, until you're willing to look crazy and go to where God told you to go, do what God told you to do. The process, the removal will not begin until you possess the power, until you possess the faith to move in that house with the family there. To start that business with no money in your account. To go to college without knowing how you're going to pay next month's tuition. That type of reckless behavior, that type of bold behavior, that's possession of the land. That's what makes God start moving. Okay, you're here now. You don't know what you're doing, but you're here. So I can start training you and removing people out your way. I can start opening doors for you. I can start sending resources for you. But all I needed you to do was get here. And the key to getting to where God wants you to be is to not be moved by what you see, but be provoked by what you hear. Moses and the people, if they would have continued to watch the land, they would have never possessed it because the people were living their best life. Like they had it down packed. They, that was their land. They were used to it. They knew how to operate in it. And as long as Moses and the people watched from a distance without moving, they would have never got it. Not only would they have never got it, God would have never removed the people. If you don't move, I can't move. I operate off of your faith. So what you going to do? Because I need to see your possession of the land. I need to see your possession of our covenant, of the word that I've given you. How are you going to act? How are you going to move with the word that I've given you? Speaking of covenant, let's do some bonus verses and add verse 32 and 33 it says you shall not make a covenant with them or with their gods they shall not live in your land because they will make you sin against me for if you serve their gods it is certain to be a trap for you so don't move in that house and become friends like that's not the purpose that's not the point of this whole covenant that me and you has that's what god's saying don't move in and think now y'all cousins because they teaching you how to do the lawn work they showing you how to turn on the heater for the pool y'all not related y'all not friends the goal is to get in and get them out you're not in here to be friendly okay you need to remember the covenant that i've given you yes y'all will operate in the same land for a short amount of time but it's not so that you can make deals with them Because making deals with them will lead to you sinning against God, will lead to you being trapped. So God is making it known, I'm sending you there, but not to get friendly. Because I promised this to you before you knew them. I told you you were going to graduate college before you met that advisor. I told you you would own the building before you met that supervisor. So I don't care about the little $3 promotion they offering you. Stick to my word and what I told you. Because before you even came into contact with them, I gave you the rundown. So what promise has God given you? And are you letting somebody convince you to do it their way? So today I'm challenging you to take back possession, take back the power, take back the word, take back the land, take back the covenant that you had with God and act accordingly. All right. That's the end of today's podcast. As always, I pray that word touched y'all. I pray you're able to apply it to your life in some type of way. Like I pray that y'all continuously share with me your feedback share with me how it touched you share with me what it does for you if it plants a seed for you like any feedback that y'all have i love it i appreciate it so much 
I can't say it enough, but I just thank y'all so much. All right, let's pray. Father God, first, we want to just thank you for another day, Lord. We want to thank you for waking us up. We want to thank you for allowing us to get out of the bed, allowing us to wake up in our right mind and be able to, me, be able to speak on this podcast, the listeners be able to listen to this podcast, Lord. We thank you for Apple still being up and running. We thank you for our phones still being on to be able to listen to the podcast, Lord. We thank you for the small things that we overlook, Lord. We just take the time to give you gratitude for those things today, Father God. God, we pray that you just continuously mold us into who you created us to be. We pray that you fill us up with your power, Lord, and give us the boldness and the authority to take back possession of your power, to take back possession of the covenant that we've made with you, to take back possession of the land that you promised us, Lord. We pray that you make us go blind to the things of this world, Lord. Make us go blind to the opinions of others, Lord. Make us go blind to the circumstances that we're in, Lord, and allow us to only see you and your word, Father God. We love you so much. We thank you so much, Lord. We pray that you just continuously keep your hands on our life. You just continuously keep your presence next to us every day as we walk and live out this life to the best of our ability, Father God. We thank you and we love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please follow the Instagram at Polish144. Keep sending me DMs. Like, I love it. I love talking to you guys. I got an email yesterday, like, I was just like, wow, like, (laughs) you emailing me just to talk, like, okay, like, let's just talk then, so I appreciate it so much, I love y'all so much, I pray that y'all have a good week, and I'll talk to y'all next week, all right, bye.